Welcome back to Season 2 of the Vino Vultures Podcast. My name is Brad, and I will be your host as we dive into the wonderful world of wine. On this show, we explore wine culture, discuss frugal ways to experience the best wines your tight budget can handle, and try to answer the age-old question, do I have enough wine? During this season, we'll be exploring the eight international grapes. The whites will come first, and then we'll follow up with the reds. Today's episode, all about Pinot Grigio, the third of the four whites. Hope you enjoy. Pinot Grigio, a grape that we know and love in our household. Sometimes called Rulanda in Germany or Austria, it's a grape that prefers temperate to cool climates, has a light to medium body, and a medium to high acidity. It comes from Burgundy, France, and most are made into dry table wines. But let's be clear, both Pinot Grigio and Pinot Gris are the same grape. What you should understand when buying either one of them is that the name will give you clues as to what style you should expect out of that wine bottle. Literally translated from French to mean Grey Pinot, the style Pinot Gris should expect to be medium-bodied and aged in oak. Meanwhile, its counterpart, Pinot Grigio, instead translating to the same words, Grey Pinot from Italian, is a style that should be high in acidity and aged in stainless, never in oak. Additionally, expect Pinot Grigio to be more crisp than its French counterpart. From those labeled Pinot Gris, expect to taste apple, almonds, and quite possibly something resembling peaches and cream mixed together. Meanwhile, for those labeled Pinot Grigio, taste should be boldly green apple, citrus, spice, and mineral. As discussed earlier, The grape comes from France. More specifically, it comes from Burgundy. But funny enough, it's no longer grown in that area. The grape, which is actually just a genetic offshoot of Pinot Noir, is most likely to be found coming out of Alsace, or parts of Italy. The ones you should be on the lookout for, however, are those that come from Italy. This is because they produce some of the most popular imported versions into the U.S. today. Now, just because they're the most popular does not mean they're the best. Italian Pinot Grigio has an unfortunate brand as being lower quality than others. One should also note that just because it's known to be lower quality doesn't mean that it's not good. In fact, I myself have a number of Italian Pinot Grigios that I love. Just know that more than likely they won't stand up to those from other places as far as complexity and quality are concerned. Now, let's move on to the tasting section of the episode. The first bottle that we tasted was the 2019 Dark Horse Pinot Grigio. This bottle is seemingly always found in any Walmart, Target, Kroger, whatever shop you use for your food distribution. 
per the distributor, you should be able to take in flavors of citrus. However, when I tasted it, what I felt came to me the most was the taste of cantaloupe and peach. It had a tang to it, and it was unquestionably a medium-bodied pinot. If you paired it with something spicy, I think it would be balanced perfectly. And all in all, I thought it was a pretty good buy for the price. We were able to grab it for just $10.99 per bottle. Unfortunately, I will admit, the wife did not really agree on this one. Uh, on her palate, the wine came off as a bit bitter and one note, but I think this is the great thing about wine, is you can have different opinions. It doesn't necessarily mean it's always right. Second, we tasted the 2020 Cupcake Pinot Grigio. This one was a fun little ride. Immediately, your nose is hit with the scent of pear and cantaloupe. Upon closer inspection, you will see that this is a medium-bodied, ever-so-slightly yellow-colored pinot with flavors of citrus and pineapple. In regards to the pairing, I would put it with some sort of full-flavored cheese, maybe like a cranberry parm. That said, this wine also goes well on its own, and it's priced at only $8.99 at most chain stores. That's fantastic. When placed against each other, surprisingly enough, I would actually prefer the Cupcake Pinot over the Dark Horse. It was easier drinking, had a better and more full nose, and the cheaper price tag also cannot be overlooked. For those who are entering into Pinot Grigio tastings for the first time, this one is a very good entry-level find, but if you want the full experience, you're going to have to look at bottles that are priced much higher. There are $20 bottles, such as the 2020 Bonfi San Angelo, that will provide the full depth of the grape if you find that you like the entry-level finds that we've just discussed. And I would greatly recommend attempting to try that bottle if your budget can stretch to that $20 bottle limit. And with that, we've reached the end of the episode. Thank you again for the love and support each of you has shown to this little tiny project of mine. And I'm sorry that it's been a little while since we released the last episode as life happens as it always does. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode or any other that are available, I would very much appreciate if you showed your support by liking it and sharing it. It is literally the highest compliment that I can receive for this podcast. Until next time, have a great day.